See, so you're not creating a new problem for that person by raising feedback saying, hey, you've been doing this thing, you had no idea. I've been sitting on this for six months. It's gotten so bad, everyone's quitting. Here's the feedback. Obviously that's not going to land well. And it's not gonna make you look very good either. Welcome to the Managing Made Simple podcast, where I bring a decade of experience working in some of the most influential companies in tech to help you navigate the ins and outs of being a people manager. From conflicts to feedback to delegating and more, we will leave no stone unturned when it comes to what makes us love managing, kind of hate it, and everything in between. Doesn't matter if you're a new manager looking for some tips or a seasoned manager looking to up their game, everyone is welcome to hang out with Managing Made Simple. Let's go. Welcome back to the show. It is Sunday again, so we're talking Sunday scaries. And what's scarier than having to give feedback to your own manager, especially when your own manager has been stirring some stuff up and the team's kind of unhappy about it. This is really, really difficult. And if you are a business owner, founder, and you don't have to give feedback to a specific manager, I want you to look inward and imagine someone was giving this feedback to you. So this is kind of an inception one for you if you don't have a boss, because it's an opportunity for you to think about, hey, have I been doing some of these things or has someone been trying to give me feedback and I'm going to give myself this feedback before it has to be addressed. Okay. Now this topic came from a question. Someone texted me from my text list, 415-234-5716. I do see them. I do respond. And I do bring the content you asked me about into the podcast. Let's talk about the situation that this often comes up in. From my own experience, having to give feedback to managers or, or executives or whatever, I think oftentimes it's potentially feeling micromanaged. I don't have the autonomy that I should, especially if I'm managing other people, potentially changing deadlines where it created some confusion or some, some fire drills and spinning of wheels. I've had to give feedback about executive leaders who really thrashed a team. They, they came to a review or some kind of approval and said something pretty harsh, like, what, what is this? This is all you've been doing the last week? Or come back to me when this is actually finished, like very harsh. And that really threw off the team. All of these different situations result in one thing. Team is unmotivated, team feels not supported, and some feedback has to be had before people start burning out. Now, if you're a manager having to approach this, you're in a tough spot because often your team has been raising these issues, so they're looking to you to address it, and you're feeling it too, and yet the person you have to give feedback to is senior to you, and yeah, that's why we're feeling the Sunday scaries around it, right? Because it's a tough situation. So I wanted to talk about a few things that you can do to make it a little bit easier, at least so that you can come into that conversation with a plan. Now, the first thing when delivering feedback, really to anybody, but certainly when delivering feedback to someone more senior to you, is to frame it in terms of what is important to them. Now, this is an old school Dale Carnegie trick of speaking in terms of what's important to that other person. This is an influencing strategy because let's call it what it is. Most people think in terms of their own interest. And if you're having a hard conversation, Benefit of the doubt says if you frame it in terms of that person's interest, they're going to be listening. So what might be their interest? Speed, efficiency, getting things done, making the deadline, making the sale. These kinds of things are likely in that executive's interest or in your boss's interest. So we want to start the conversation framing it as, I know this thing is important to you and that is why I'm delivering this feedback. That's the context you want to set. So it's not like, I'm just a complainer. I'm coming out of nowhere. I don't like anything. Nothing's ever good enough. And of course, that's not what you mean by this, but I think when we are not careful, we don't not set that anchor of here's why I'm here. I know that this is important for the success of the team. And I know those are things that are important to you. That's why I'm here. Okay. That's the framework. 
Second one, we want to not necessarily paint a doom and gloom picture that everybody has been mentioning this for months and I haven't said anything and it's gotten really bad and I'm not proactive. No, we want to come in and say, and I want to address this before it becomes more of an issue. I wanted to share some feedback. I've heard some rumblings and that's why I'm here right away. Because that proactivity then links right to that understanding they wanted to get things done faster. See, so you're not creating a new problem for that person by raising feedback saying, hey, you've been doing this thing. You had no idea. I've been sitting on this for six months. It's gotten so bad. Everyone's quitting. Here's the feedback. Obviously, that's not going to land well. And it's not going to make you look very good either. Okay. Third thing, we want to use a feedback framework. I love situation behavior impact. I talk about it all the time. It is clear. It is actionable. We know exactly what happened. And it's easier to address something hard and uncomfortable using a specific framework. For example, Let's say you were just in a review and an executive's getting frustrated or nervous. The meeting's not moving along fast enough. And they say, you know, uh, this isn't what I was looking for. Come back to me when you have better ideas. And they kind of end the meeting abruptly and people are pretty thrown off. People put in a lot of hard work to get to that meeting and are just left with a bad taste in their mouth. And you want to address it with this executive. Framing the conversation in terms of that meeting is going to be the container that's going to help you move the conversation along. It's much harder to say, you're always hostile with the team or nothing's ever good enough. Like that's not the kind of thing you want to bring forward. But saying to them in the meeting on Tuesday, the comment that you made around, you know, we're not where we need to be and the way that it was said, it had an impact on the team. Folks were, were pretty surprised to hear that because they had put in a lot of work. And I completely, again, I understand where you're coming from. I know that it wasn't at the level you were expecting, but I just wanted to share that the way it was said Folks that had prepared a lot for that meeting were feeling pretty down after that. Now, what do you do with that information? We also now have to volunteer with what we will do. So let me bring these last two steps together. You've shared the feedback. In the meeting, the comment and the tone didn't land with the team. Now you say what you will do. I, know, I sense that you're feeling worried about the timeline. Sense that you're feeling worried about the quality of the work. Here's what I will do. I will go back to the team with the feedback that you're sharing with me right now relay it to them and come back to you with a new plan for how to move forward. That's what I can commit to. Now in the feedback conversation, you have committed to helping make the whole thing better. This person's really listening now. They're saying, okay, you have given me feedback, but you're also going to help me. You didn't just drop a turd on my lap and say, hey, the, the team morale is shot and deal with it. No, you said this created a bit of an issue. Here's how I'm going to help. And now the last step, make an ask. Okay. You want to see something different. You got to say it. You have to have that person understand this is actually the ask. This is the repair step. In the situation of the example in the meeting, the ask might be next time, can you offer that kind of feedback to me privately so that I can address it with the team? Or next time, let's have a one-on-one -on -one before the review so I can preview it with you and make sure we're, we're moving in the right direction before the team presents the work in front of you. Or next time, whatever. You see what I'm saying? You're making an ask so that you still hold that leader accountable, but it's framed in moving forward instead of let's go back and rehash everything and everything sucks. Recapping these steps. One, we want to frame it in terms of what is important to that person. I know you care about speed. I know you care about efficiency. I know you care about getting things done. That's why I'm here to give the feedback. Two, we don't want to paint the situation as doom and gloom like I've been sitting on this thing for 10 years. We want to show our proactivity and that, hey, I've addressed it right away. Three. Use a specific feedback framework. I love SBI, Situation Behavior Impact. I feel like it literally works every time. Try that. And if you have your own feedback framework you like, go for it. Four, volunteer what you will do. You are a manager. You are someone that's supposed to be taking action, being proactive. Go for it. Tell them what you're going to do. And last but not least, 
make an ask, put it out there. This is what would be helpful to see next time. Can you try this? Can we explore this? Can we experiment with this? Will you do this? Make that specific ask. And I'm not going to tell you it works every time. I know there's edge cases. You might be sitting here with all sorts of questions. And if you're feeling that way, text the word manager to 415-234-5716 and share your edge case. Tell me what's going on so that we can talk through it. But I do think if you try these five steps, you are so much more close to having a productive conversation than you were if you were just winging it. And I hope at least it helps to alleviate those Sunday scaries even just a little bit. See you next time. That's all I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Managing Made Simple podcast, where my goal is to demystify the job of people management so that together we can make the workplace somewhere everyone can thrive. I always love to hear from you, so please reach out at leahgarvin.com or message me on LinkedIn. See you next time.